The following is a presentation of God Questions Ministries. The Gospel of Mark, the author. Although the Gospel of Mark does not name its author, it is the unanimous testimony of early church fathers that Mark was the author. He was an associate of the Apostle Peter, and evidently his spiritual son, 1 Peter 5, verse 13. From Peter he received first-hand information of the events and teachings of the Lord, and preserved the information in written form. It is generally agreed that Mark is the John Mark of the New Testament, Acts 12, verse 12. His mother was a wealthy and prominent Christian in the Jerusalem church, and probably the church met in her home. Mark joined Paul and Barnabas on their first missionary journey, but not on the second because of a strong disagreement between the two men, Acts 15, verses 37 and 38. However, near the end of Paul's life, he called for Mark to be with him, 2 Timothy 4, verse 11. The date of writing. The Gospel of Mark was likely one of the first books written in the New Testament, probably in A.D. 57-59. The purpose of writing. Whereas Matthew was written primarily to his fellow Jews, Mark's Gospel appears to be targeted to the Roman believers, particularly Gentiles. Mark wrote as a pastor to Christians who previously had heard and believed the Gospel, Romans 1, verse 8. He desired that they have a biographical story of Jesus Christ as servant of the Lord and Savior of the world in order to strengthen their faith in the face of severe persecution and to teach them what it meant to be His disciples. Key Verses Chapter 1, Verse 11 And a voice came from heaven, You are my Son, whom I love. With you I am well pleased. Chapter 1, Verse 17 Come, follow me, Jesus said, and I will make you fishers of men. Chapter 10, verses 14 and 15. He said to them, Let the little children come to me, and do not hinder them, for the kingdom of God belongs to such as these. I tell you the truth, anyone who will not receive the kingdom of God like a little child will never enter it. Chapter 10, verse 45. For even the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve, and to give his life as a ransom for many. Chapter 12, verse 33. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, and with all your soul, and with all your mind, and with all your strength. The second is this, love your neighbor as yourself. Chapter 16, verse 6. Don't be alarmed, he said. You are looking for Jesus the Nazarene, who is crucified. He has risen. He is not here. See the place where they laid him. Chapter 16, verse 15. He said to them, Go into all the world and preach the good news to all creation. A Brief Summary This gospel is unique because it emphasizes Jesus' actions more than his teaching. It is simply written, moving quickly from one episode in the life of Christ to another. It does not begin with a genealogy, as in Matthew, because Gentiles would not be interested in his lineage. After the introduction of Jesus at his baptism, Jesus began his public ministry in Galilee and called the first four of his twelve disciples. What follows is the record of Jesus' life, death, and resurrection. Mark's account is not just a collection of stories, but a narrative written to reveal that Jesus is the Messiah, not only for the Jews, but for the Gentiles as well. In a dynamic profession, the disciples, led by Peter, acknowledged their faith in him. Chapter 8, verses 29 and 30. Even though they failed to understand fully his Messiahship until after his resurrection. As we follow his journeys through Galilee, the surrounding areas, and then to Judea, we realize what a rapid pace he set. He touched the lives of many people, but he left an indelible mark on his disciples. At the Transfiguration, chapter 9, verses 1-9, through 9, 
he gave three of them a preview of his future return in power and glory, and again it was revealed to them who he was. However, in the days leading to his final trip to Jerusalem, we see them bewildered, fearful, and doubting. At Jesus' arrest, he stood alone after they fled. In the following hours of mock trials, Jesus boldly proclaimed that he is the Christ, the Son of the Blessed One, and that he would be triumphant at his return, chapter 14, verses 61 and 62. The climactic events surrounding his crucifixion, death, burial, and resurrection were not witnessed by most of his disciples, but several faithful women did witness his passion. After the Sabbath, early in the morning of the first day of the week, they went to the tomb with burial spices. When they saw the stone had been rolled away, they entered the tomb. It was not the body of Jesus they saw, but an angel robed in white. The joyful message they received was, He is risen. Women were the first evangelists, as they spread the good news of His resurrection. This same message has been broadcast throughout the world in the following centuries down to us today. Connections Because Mark's intended audience was the Gentiles, he does not quote as frequently from the Old Testament as does Matthew who was writing primarily to the Jews. He does not begin with a genealogy to link Jesus to the Jewish patriarchs, but begins instead with his baptism, the beginning of his earthly ministry. But even here, Mark quotes from an Old Testament prophecy regarding the messenger, John the Baptist, who would exhort the people to prepare the way for the Lord as they awaited the coming of their Messiah. Chapter 1, verse 3, Isaiah 40, verse 3. Jesus does refer to the Old Testament in several passages in Mark. In chapter 7, verse 6, Jesus rebukes the Pharisees for their superficial worship of God with their lips, while their hearts were far from Him, and refers to their own prophet Isaiah to convict them of their hard-heartedness. Isaiah 29, verse 13. Jesus referred to another Old Testament prophecy which was to be fulfilled that very night, as the disciples would be scattered like sheep without a shepherd, when Jesus was arrested and put to death. Mark 14, verse 27, Zechariah 13, verse 7. He referred again to Isaiah when he cleansed the temple of the money changers, Mark 11, verses 15-17, Isaiah 56, verse 7, and to the Psalms when he explained that he was the chief cornerstone of our faith and of the church, Mark 12, verses 10-11, and Psalm 118, verses 22 and 23. Practical Application Mark presents Jesus as the suffering servant of God, Mark 10, verse 45 and as the one who came to serve and sacrifice for us, in part to inspire us to do the same. We are to minister as he did, with the same greatness of humility and devotion to the service of others. Jesus exhorted us to remember that, to be great in God's kingdom, we must be the servant of all. Chapter 10, verse 44. Self-sacrifice should transcend our need for recognition or reward, just as Jesus was willing to be abased as he lay down his life for the sheep. God Questions Ministry seeks to glorify the Lord Jesus Christ by providing biblical answers to today's questions. Online at gotquestions.org.